Coming to you live from Ocean View Studios, the attic. This is uh, the Brothers Catch Up. It's a weekly podcast where two brothers come together just to catch up. With me, as always, is fitness instructor, uh, online influencer, <laughs> and social media activist Frankie Biazzi. Uh, yep, that's me. With all four hundred of my followers. Four <laughs> hundred. Where'd these followers come from? You're adding all your. 370 were just friends from high school. <laughs> um, look, I always knew that you could blow up on the internet if you put your mind to it and dedicated your time to it. I just think that you really should bring some of that content to the podcast. It doesn't mix, though. It does mix. This is you. This is your brand. Eh, it doesn't really mix. We talk about weights on here. Not really. Listen. It's not about mixing. It's about you representing your beliefs and your personality and having a fan base of you, not of your, you know, physical looks. Uh, well, I would disagree with that. You're very, you're very charming. Listen, I don't know. I just make videos of me working out and I post them online. I appreciate what you do. Look, I, I'm just jealous. Why? Your TikTok is way bigger. My TikTok is doesn't exist. Oh, well, yeah, that's because you got banned. Which I is have, why I would never cross over the content. I have no social media presence at all right now. Look, and Instagram. I don't want to be. I am a Pokemon player. You're on Instagram. I'm a, I'm a Pokemon master. I don't have time for social media these days. If you believe that. I don't think I've even posted to any social media website last week. I literally was reading an Instagram story from you today. But it's, Instagram stories doesn't count. That's you just venting. It's you just making Facebook statuses on Instagram. What are you talking about? It's less than a Facebook status. Because it goes away? Well, not just because it goes away. You have to like, actively go look for it. Like You can't just see that. Like a Facebook status, even if you're not trying to see what I have It'll to say, be there. you might come across what I have to say. Uh, I don't know. If you're just watching like, Instagram stories, though, and yours is the next one up. You still have to, like, look at it. I can't click quick enough to get rid of it, you know? <laughs> you wouldn't be able to read all the words in the ten seconds it would pop up. I assume the, the way time. most people consume your Instagram stories, like, oh, <laughs> and I get a lot of feedback on my Instagram stories. It's weird. A lot of people you wouldn't expect... You know why? ...come out of you the woodwork why? to say things to me about my Instagram story. You know why? Because no one uses Instagram that way, except for you. So everyone's like, all right, this guy's giving his opinions, I'll... I get You're... hearts, I get yeah, little like, messages, like... I get emojis, like, oh, this is hilarious. It's because... Like, well, use your voice, dude. No, because that's the beauty <laughs> of Instagram, right? Like, on Facebook, if I like... If I like your Facebook... Everyone set, knows. Everyone knows <laughs> I liked your Facebook set. But on Instagram, I like your story, I could give you a little message like... Keep keep uh, fighting the good. The funny fight. thing about the Instagram stories too is like, there's the regulars. Like there are people who like will comment or like message or leave a like or whatever. But then there's the regulars who don't say or do anything, but they see every single one of them. Every single. <laughs> you don't wonder about those people. Like every day, you've never missed a story. But like, like, every day, it's like the same people. Like, why do you keep what? If you've never, why are you like, looking? Yeah, like, what what are we doing? Here? I'm so curious. Like part of me wants to be like, are you looking? Cause, do you hate watching? Like, is this? Have you gotten any of that? Like, people try to fight you? No one. No one has ever once had the courage to like com- confront. Is, me I don't know if courage message. is the right word. I feel like it's got to be what it is. Why? You think people are scared to be like? I think people are uncomfortable. I think people just don't care anymore. I think people are uncomfortable having their viewpoints challenged. No, I I would just say it's probably because I think people just agree. I think we've all... I don't think I we think, do. I don't know. I think we've all just come to this place where we're all just like, yeah, we all kind of think the same stuff and no one actually says it and we just let these crazy loud people on the fringes. I wish that were the case, but like the more I live my life and like separate myself from the politics that I used to love so much, the more I tend to believe that like the, the dumbest, most out-of-touch people are... Growing, Like, there are just so many people who want Joe Biden to send money to Ukraine and for Donald Trump to go to jail and for all these, like, stupid basic shit. 
You see, I don't know. I just don't come across that in my day to day. Like so. in my day to day life, it just it's not it. I feel like that is it. Like I feel like when I talk to people, that's it online. I'm maybe. telling you, I, when I in real life, no one I have ever talked to has. First of all, I've never met a Joe Biden supporter out in the real world. That, and that's not even, like, hyperbole. No one's willing to tell you they like No Joe one Biden. is willing to be like, he's a good president. I like him. Even with Trump. Tell what you want about him. People, people were, were, yeah, were really, <laughs> very willing to tell you, I'm a Trump guy. People love, but, like... Literally saw someone arguing online today that Joe Biden lowered the debt and Trump... Uh, essentially ruin the economy. Well, yeah, because we live in make-believe land. <laughs> where we just like, get to be like, yeah, this president is bad and this one's good because this happened. And it's like, well, that actually was the opposite. No! <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't matter. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think we're winning by any means. Like, I don't no, think no. we've all come to this understanding. But again, that, I think we talked to this a couple weeks ago. Like, it's not about winning or losing anymore. We've all lost. Yeah, we've, yeah. So, like, it doesn't matter. But it's just like, in the real world, well, it's it like, doesn't please matter. Please leave the fuck alone. So, man, just shut up. I care about what I was worried about talking about this on the podcast, but I don't really care anymore. There's really one issue that I care about these days, and it's the trans issue. <laughs> Why that issue? I am I'm like strongly against. <laughs> strongly against. Like I used to be like just mind my own business and like you do you and don't force me to. Do- no, no, no. Now I'm like kind of. I'm, a, I'm an extremist. It's, just, it's like, what? A, it's getting too much. It's too much. I saw this hilarious video of, I'm assuming it's regular old straight guy, but he's at the gym dressed in like a sports bra and Lululemon pants. He's got a mustache, but he's wearing a blonde wig. And he's like doing hip thrusts with like a weight on his hips, like a dumbbell. And there's just some guys, like, in the gym. And they're looking at him, but not, like, checking him. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like what weird. is happening? And he fucking, like... Does he lose his mind? Loses his mind, but, like, not in, like, is a he joke. Be- is, he be- is it doing it's it as funny a to, It's funny to you as a, as a viewer, but, like, if you're the guys in the gym... is he? But he's doing it as a bit. He's doing it as a bit for the camera. Yes, okay. They don't know that. Yes. But if you were those guys... You're fucking looking at me? You'd want to fight him. I'm just a woman, I can't... Lifting and piece? he's saying it like a guy, and he looks like a guy. That's so funny. Oh my <laughs> and God. he's the he's like, "You piece of shit, creep! I'm just trying to work out, and you can't stop staring at me. You son of a bitch! You disgusting pig! You man!" He said, "Like, and these guys, like, how are they not going to kick the shit out of this?" So I like, <laughs> so I funny. love that because like I do think that's kind of where we are in, in like the real world satire of like the trans issues is like you kind of have to be so outlandish but real about it so that like. You kind of want it to get picked up uh, in these, like, circles and be like, oh, he's fighting for, like, not, like, they don't even know that, like, he's doing it to make fun of you. Yeah. Oh, man, that's good. Yeah, some of it's really funny. But, look, I I like the trans people. I like the, I want our society to lean really heavily into these, like, drag queen story hours. I think it's like, I think it's like the most... Discuss, like, I think it's so bad. I think we should start teaching... For our children, it's, I, it's not even crazy. I think it's we, should, clo- like, uh, we uh, should start teaching, like, gender studies in public kindergartens and first grades ugh, from, like, stop. non-binary stop. teachers. They should bring in... Stop. That's what, that's what like, really set me off. I watched the video of these trans, non-binary people in a classroom with, like, kindergartners. <laughs> talking about... And they're like... And it's like a puppet. And they're like, is this puppet a boy or a girl? <laughs> And the little kids are like, it's a boy. It could be either. It's dressed like a boy. And the teacher's like, that's what you would think, but actually it could be a girl, or maybe he's non-binary. I'm like, fucking stop it. If I was a parent, and my, that was my kid, I would burn the school down. I think it's probably for the best in the long run if we just have all of our children given to the state so that they can influence them as they see fit. Your sarcasm is not welcome here today. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm I'm tired of fighting, man. They win. Hey, you can take my kid. What are you going to do with your kid? You what can't you possibly send her to school, right? If she wants to be a boy, she's a boy. I don't care about that. Oh. That's, like, not my issue. My issue is, like, <laughs> if I had a, a daughter or a son and they were, like, I identify as this, fine. I'm not giving you medication and you're not getting a surgery. 
But if that's it, that's fine. I will, whatever. But in terms of, like, the protection over my kid, like, I will not be sending my kid to school. They will not go to school. They will be homeschooled. This is a little off topic. If a Chinese woman in China gives birth to a boy mm-hmm. and they keep it because they don't have to leave it on the hillside because it's not a girl. And then it But then at eight years old it transitions to a girl, do they have to then kill it? I would. <laughs> <laughs> if I were Chinese. But not. I'm not Chinese. So yeah, no, come on. <laughs> I'm just giving you my opinion. Um, no, look. Every great empire in human history... When they decline, like why are we real heavy in this into, way? It's weird. that's what happens. It's you, weird. You get so comfortable, and then all the losers in your society turn into depraved sex maniacs who have sex with each other and pretend to be girls. It's just what happens in society. Why though? Because you don't have to survive anymore, so you need shit to do. And fucking other men in the ass is apparently human nature. At the end of like progress. It's all the Greeks' fault. <laughs> the Greeks started this shit. No they, they, no, they didn't start it. They literally were just... This just fell victim to circumstance. It makes sense. I mean, it literally... It's actually weird. It literally goes back to the Bible. Like, Sodom yeah, and Gomorrah. That's what happens. Like, they were like... What a great place. We could do whatever we want. How about anal? And then... And then it all collapsed. That's why you need to watch Ari Shafir's the special. Jew? Because... The whole, like, last 30 minutes is just about, like, how anal is the, <laughs> like, the the thing that wrecks society. society. And it's so funny. And it kind of is true. It's 100% true. And it's proven by history. It's, like, literally a scientific fact. Why? It's so <laughs> weird. It's like society, you start, you don't have any technology, you have no food and water and agriculture. It's then like you learn to plant hunt, stuff. Hunt and gather. <laughs> yeah. You learn to plant, so we don't have to move a lot. We can stay here. Hey, the women can stay home with the kids and, like, make knickknacks. We'll go out and work. Oh, it's perfect. Okay. Oh, and then all the Let's build some houses. Towns are cool. Roads. Cars. Societal collapse via anal sex. And homosexuality. I think we should know the title of this episode. (laughs) Death by anal. Death by... Anal death. Um, look... I'm not against anal or homosexuality or transgenderism or societal collapse. You know how I feel about society. I am pro-societal collapse. I've been pro-societal collapse for 10 years. I'm pro-societal collapse in a, and not that way. You want a controlled societal collapse. No. It doesn't happen like that. I don't that. want to control. I want it to be like it I collapses to, because like we all decided to like take down stop the government. Stop taking care of it. You know? Not like... It collapses because we all just hate each other and are all men-women. You want the equivalent of a controlled societal demolition. But what we're headed towards is more of like a societal 9-11, where... I think it's worse. Like I think it's like... We're just like this miserable family in a car. It can't stop fighting. And the dad, at some point, is going to have had enough and just... Take us over the cliff. Well, who's the dad? Doesn't matter. No, it does because I think the, I think the analogy isn't good because like if Joe Biden is your mom and dad, no, it's like not. If the, like exactly like he's not the dad. They, well, they would never drive over the cliff. They keep going driving. This is so, like it's more like we're all in Con Air and the Con. We're all Nicholas Cage's character in Con Air. Called Nicholas Cage, Jack Nicholas. No, you ever see Con? You've seen Con Air, right? mm-hmm. okay. You know John Malkovich's character in Connor. Yeah. He's the main villain. Yes. That's the government. We're Nicolas Cage. We just want to see our daughter. We just want them to leave our teddy bear alone. We know we didn't do anything wrong. We're just in this circumstance, and we can't do anything to stop it. The villains in charge, they have their own plan. They want to take everything down. They want it. But, but we're just along for the ride, and the hope is... When it crashes, we could give the teddy bear to our daughter and leave the wreckage behind us. I think we're all just... I don't know if there's any leaving it behind. Man, I want to watch Con Air now. Might be Danny Trejo's best movie. Danny Trejo's in that movie. Sure he is. You know the, you know the female... Look at, 
Who's the actress who plays the female cop in Con Air? Probably one of the hottest actresses never to get another role. Is that the only thing she's in? I think so. That can't possibly be true. Female cop in Con Air. Rachel Tickcoten as guard Sally Bishop. Oh, yeah. Gotta look at What are you talking about? What? I'm mean, looking at pictures of her old, but. I mean. I don't know. She's not that old. Obviously, Conair, she's a 90s hot. I don't know. She's. She's also in a lot of stuff. Man on Fire, Total Recall. Oh, yeah. She's the woman in Man on Fire. What's her name? Rachel Tickton? Ticketton. Ticketton. She was in FX2, whatever that is. FX2. Oh, you're like, oh, you're like, she's not that hot, and you're looking at this picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like your grandmother. Well, I was like, that's why I'm like, she's like, all right, I guess. If you're into that. Oh, God. Uh, her, the picture that comes up when you Google her is not. Look at this, though. Come on. She was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, too. That's, that's a nice picture. I uh, yeah, definitely recommend Conair. Totally a something's got to give. Classic movie. But that's I mean, if society collapses, is oh, it natural born killers? If society collapses and we find out that like okay, the collapse is really bad. Like in parts of Europe right now, they can't heat their homes and people are starving to death and stuff. We haven't hit that point. What movie is this from? But like eggs, Arnold. It's just her hugging Arnold. I want to hug Arnold. <laughs> but like eggs have gone up in price by one hundred and ten percent. Oh, they're gonna go up even further. Did you Plus, see? Did you see the food plant? The egg on fire. That That's like the fiftieth. Yeah, in the last like year and a half. Tucker did a whole thing on it last night on a show. Um, but we just keep burning down food plants. But this is the type of thing that we're like up against. These are things that we've been saying were going to happen for a long time that are happening that are still considered conspiracy theories. You're not allowed to talk about them. But as they continue to happen and get worse and worse and people continue to live in this, like, denial that, like, it's all just going to come back. That, you know, we're going to get a real president and we're going to stop these wars. Like, no, dude. World War III is going to happen. Half of us are going to starve. It's been done. There's going to be another disease that's going to force you to lock down. And by the time the war is over and the disease is gone and the food is back, you're going to live a different life. You're not going to have the shit you have now. You're not going to be doing the things you're doing now. And frankly, they'll probably be aliens. It just sucks. Like, I'm not going to get hoverboards, flying cars. No, you get cricket burgers. I'm not going to get, like, every TV show that's ever done an episode where you they, they get... go into the future they have like the table that's like just a screen or like the computer screens that you move around it's in so air. much worse I don't get any of that of stuff course, not only do you not get that you don't even get air travel anymore you don't even get cars anymore you don't get to own your own house anymore like that's what they want it's bullshit so yeah it sucks you're not gonna get all those fun future things but you're gonna get you're getting you're taking a huge step backwards it's not like you're not gonna get the things you were promised you're going to get the things that you have removed. I really from hope you. it happens soon, though, because like, I don't want to. I want to be know, like eighty, and it's I, want, I just want to know before I decide to have kids or not. You know, like if this all could start in the next three years, it'd be sick. It I would, would still, save me I would a lot still of time. Like to be able to fight. Yeah, that too. Like I want to be a fighting age. Like, I don't want to be like fifty-five, and it's like my kids are like, "Oh, we gotta fight, Dad." I'm like, "No." If this starts in two years, it's like, "All right, you know what? Oh, we could do it." I didn't. I, I didn't have kids yet. <laughs> Made Amanda just. We just rent a house, no, whatever. We got, we're fine. We could pack up our shit and go places. But if it's like in ten years, I know it sucks. And I'm like, well, I got a seven year old. There are two movies that come to mind when I think about this kind of thing. First is like No Mel Children of Men. Mel Gibson's. The, I was going to say Children of Men. That's the second movie. The first is Mel Gibson's The Patriot. I want to watch Children of Men. I never finished it. So good. Uh, I only Mel- ever watched the first like hour. In Mel Gibson's The Patriot, it's kind of what happens to him. Like he was ready to fucking go his whole life, and, and then, then like he gets old. Oh, it's fine. Well, you know what? We're making do. And then, it's and then it kids. happens, and he's like, "You have to lead us all." He's and like, then it's his no. kids who are like, "Dad, come on." And then he has to watch. Like that's gonna suck. He's gonna watch his son. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna suck. Like if my if the heir to my name is like fighting in this war that I've kind of started. He was kind of badass twenty five years ago. 
This yeah. is all because you you read the Pizzagate emails. Now we have to go to war. It is funny. In 2045. Like it, everything really can just God be, damn it. Everything can just be boiled down to like... By letting the Podestas get away with the... The Pizzagate pizza shit. shit. <laughs> Whether it's real or not, which I mean it is. Not investigating that is a big mistake. I can't believe we just let that go. The Seth Rich murder is going to be a crucial point in history. He's kind of the linchpin to everything, right? I mean, really. If we had any sort of justice in this country, we'd know at least what happened. Um, and then the second movie is, like you said, Children of Men. A movie I love dearly. Yeah. But a movie that, at the time I saw it in theaters, and was just like, wow. Who's, who's the director of that? Sergio, what's his name? Um, uh, fantastic director. The book. I thought it was... I thought it was the French guy. No, I think he's... Isn't he Italian? Or Spanish? I know it's Clive Owen. Clive Owen's the actor. Um, Children of Men. So Children of Men is directed by... Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, Cuaron. That's right. What did I say? Sergio? Alfonso? Pretty much the same name. Alfonso Cuaron is awesome. The movie's awesome. It's based on the book Children of Men by... Uh, who wrote that book? Uh, doesn't matter. P.D. James. And it is really good, but it turned into a documentary. Like, at the time it came out, it was like, this movie's great science fiction. And now it's like every single aspect of that film has parallels to the modern day. Alfonso Cuaron's a great director. I he's, don't think... He's responsible for the best Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one. The third one. The third one. Prisoner of Escobar. Not Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, yeah, no, Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. But that movie, if you watch it with... Like, if you would have watched it 12 years ago, you would have loved the movie. Yeah, you would have loved the movie and you would have been like, man, what a weird... What an escape. What a weird dystopian <laughs> future that is. And now you watch the movie and you're like, shit. This is bone chilling. Like, you don't know how much I relate to Michael Caine. Like, I just want to, like, smoke my weed in the woods. I don't want to go do anything. I just feel like, God forbid if anything ever happened to my daughter and Rachel and I divorced, uh, that'll be me in like 30 years. Like Rachel's like a revolutionary warfighter and I'm, be sick. I'm a burnout. She's like, you have to join the revolution. Fuck this. I hate this place. <laughs> I've already fought my fight. But yeah, that's pretty much the state of things. I just feel bad that my fight is literally flame wars on Twitter. Like calling Brooklyn Dad Defiant a cunt is as much as... Yeah, but that guy sucks. <laughs> as much as I can. Is there a bigger cunt than that guy? I've been using the word cunt on Twitter so much just hope in hopes that I get banned. Like, I'm now... I'm... Look, I've been pushed to Not the you, fringes. Not you, it's your dog. Yeah, you're right. I don't have a Twitter. Your account. dog uses the word cunt a lot. But, like... Which is telling. It means he must be saying that word a lot at home. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at him for using that word. But I but I think it's because, you know, you face those censorship. Like, I want to earn it. The next time I get banned, I don't want to be like, wonder why. You want to be like, Oh, yeah, right. it's because I've been calling everyone a fucking cunt. Because they deserve it. They are. That dude gets paid money to tweet bullshit about the fucking state of Joe Biden's presidency. I can call him a cunt. It's a great job. Let's be honest. Oh if so they came to you and be like, hey, be so Joe Biden's We're going to give you 10 grand a month, and all we want you to do is, is, to get tweet, is tweet about <laughs> Joe Biden, how good he is. Can you promote the FBI and CIA on Twitter? Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. of course. It's easy. He has it's the easiest job in the world. Which is why it's crazy they went to such extremes to ban people on Twitter. Like, all you had to do was fucking. Pay. Just pay me. Don't ban me. Yeah. Tell me to stop.
Um, yeah, I kind of think Pokemon battling is going to take over as, it's like... It's the best sport. The main thing we, like... Why, why like, would I watch Call of else? Duty has gone downhill. Fortnite is watch, old. Just watching the battles is Watching fun. battles is but very the, fun. The cool thing about Pokemon, what sets it apart from a lot of these other... I don't know what you want to even call it. But, like, think about, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and... Magic the Gathering. There's too much it's involved. It's always lumped in with those things, right? But it's, it's not like that. It's not, not like at all. It's a well, lot, especially the um, the actual gameplay as opposed to yes. the card game. Yeah. So, like, even at their best, those games, even on in their online components, like in their most competitive forms, are still just card games. The Pokemon yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh takes the card game and like puts it in a digital format. Yeah, so like they're still just card games. Pokemon, Pokemon doesn't do it. it's a, a different game. thing. So, like, yes, there is a card game version of Pokemon, but it's not what but the, the battles Pokemon are. competitive video game scene is like a it's digital. What it's supposed to be? Pocket monsters. Yeah, like it's these monsters that battle. But the the layers and strategy and the complexity of the game. So that's why Pokemon is better. Endless, that's why it's so good. So here's why it's better. It is as complex as the others, while being way more simple than the others. Yeah. Yu Gi Oh! You have to read a paragraph on some cards. Magic: The Gathering. Don't even get me started. It's the most complex of them all. You. The more you know. And the more comfortable you are with the team you're using or the strategies you have, the better you're going to be at the game. But anyone could jump in at any time, and you could start playing, and you'll figure it out. You'll have yeah, a good time. I that's what kind of what I thought because I had like no issue with it. But then playing. watching like the tournaments or like the online stuff because now I've been playing for weeks, and I've been watching a lot. Like I'm trying to get the strategy so that I could, you know build my teams or figure out what I like to play as or whatever uh, it's just as entertaining as most sporting events and because it because it doesn't feel like like what's the most frustrating thing about watching an NFL game especially if it's your team on the field like if you were a Bengals fan this weekend well it feels like there's a lot of your control yeah. like okay I'm relying on the refs to do this and maybe anything like the sports are at their best when it feels like anything can happen including the most improbable things and that's what makes football great. That's what makes baseball great. But when the refs interfere, when that takes away, it can really sour you. Well, yeah. In Pokemon, it can't happen. The most amazing things can happen. The most un and there's no penalties. And there's no one that's gonna get in the way. It's all just kind of like, do how well do you know your Pokemon? Your strategy. If you're can better you counteract than your opponent, another strategy. Yeah. If yeah. you're better than your opponent, it'll show. If you're luckier than your opponent, it'll show. And you're going to need both if you're going to be consistently good at the game. Yeah, that's kind of what I like about it, is that... And what I mean by, like, the whole simple and complex thing, it's like, it could be endlessly complex, but so simple and just, like, if you have a six that you know in and out... Yeah, you it can doesn't do a lot matter. Of work with it. Like, they may not be the best six in the game, but it doesn't mean you can't go against anybody if you know the strategy... And when you look at the way that a lot of these tournaments, like the Pokemon tournaments, have broken down so far in this new meta, so like since... Each round, I'm assuming you're picking a new team? No, so like the way it works in the big tournaments are like, you have a team that you enter a tournament with, that's your team the whole time. The whole time, okay. Um, most teams are very similar to one another in the highest levels of Pokemon. So that's the only thing I, I, I don't but like. That's my problem with like competitive Call of Duty. you look at the top 36, like, so like, let's say there's 150 teams in a tournament... Every team from 1 to 150 will mostly be different. Maybe 50% of the teams have like the same two or three Pokemon on it. But then the other 50% of teams will have... A lot of teams that will win will have Pokemon that like you would never expect. Because a lot of the ways that you'll get an advantage over other people is if you find something that counters what's popular... So, like, for a while, like, you'll have, okay, this grass Pokemon's really popular, this water Pokemon's pretty popular, but no one's looking at, okay, maybe this poison Pokemon that takes out both. That is so cool. When you can, like, dedicate your time to find ways in which you can you can perfect your game to take out others. Oh, man. I'm just so yeah, I don't know. I just don't like, like, in Call of Duty, that's, that's always, like, the things, like, if you watch, like, a, a competitive event. The sub the sub guy is running the same submachine gun as everyone else. Yeah. 
the assault rifle guy is running the same assault rifle as everyone else. And then the sniper guy is running the exact... But that's the way the game is designed, right? It's like, there is an exact setup that is better than the rest. And there are Pokemon... But in Pokemon, even though that may be the case in some scenarios, there's always a way to change it and adjust it. The least likely Pokemon are sometimes needed in order to beat some of the most yeah, like, intense Pokemon. So, like, okay, maybe this dude is running, like, a Dragonite that's really tough, but you know what? I have this stupid little fairy that no one uses that I know takes out that dragon. So, like, I think it would be cooler if you almost did a draft before a tournament. Like, and, like, that's just your team? Like, all the banned Pokemon that they have, they should be unbanned, because, like, then it's then they're draftable. It's like, you're probably not going to get two of them, so it's like, open it up, you get, it's a snake draft, and then... You know, I, you know I like the way it is because I think that a part of it too is training the Pokemon. So like learning it, you have to on your game pick your six Pokemon and then invest your time and energy into making those Pokemon. You get an attachment to the team that you're competitively battling yeah, strangers with because you've taken the time to work on it to choose all the moves to choose. Especially those. when like I'm assuming like. As you get good, and it's like, let's say you just keep switching out to, like, the same Pokemon that, like, finishes it off, and it's like, it's like almost like Mo. It's like, this is my closer. And then you get, like, this attachment. It's like, I love, I know when I bring it, you probably have nicknames for him, and you're like, when I bring this guy out. I sent you the picture last night, I got to Ultra Ball last night. Yeah. So every tier I've passed, like. How much time have you been playing? I've only been playing the competitive for less than three weeks. I know, but I'm saying, like, a day. Like, how much. Um, time are you putting into it? Not that much. I've only really been playing after Rose goes to bed at night, so like yeah. a lot of time at night, but not usually until like until she's like asleep. Yeah. But like, are you getting sleep? Yeah. So the way it's been working in my house these days is like I put I like fall asleep with Rose at like eight o'clock and then wake up. Then wake up like thirty. Like, and you're like, all right, and then I'm up play. until like five, and then I take a nap, and then you go to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> That's what my life is like. That's really dumb. Um. But, like, okay, so I have a team of Pokemon that I used to get from rank 1 to rank 3, and then I got to the new tier, I started a new team, used that till I got to rank 7, and then I started a new team, and I've been using that. But on this new team that I've used to get to Ultra Ball rank, I have the same Jolteon I've had on my last two teams, and I have the same Dragonite I beat the game with, and I feel really attached to those Pokemon. Like, no one uses Jolteon. I can't count on one hand the number of Jolteons I've encountered other than my Jolteon. My Jolteon... You don't know how many people send out some of the, the top-tier Pokemon in this game. And your Jolteon And my Jolteon, I could beat your Mascarada with my Jolteon. I could beat your Garchomp. I could beat your, your Hydreigon. Like, these are the, the Pokemon that dominate yeah. the... But I know that my Pokemon, I have answers. So, like... Now that I'm in Master Ball rank, like, the season ends today, so we're going to go into season three. So every month... Oh, so what happens when the new season starts? So you go back to rank one. Everyone starts at rank you one. You just got all the way up. This is my first time doing the competitive. I've just got to ten, but now I get to start at the beginning of a new season. You can run it up. Hopefully I get to Master Ball much quicker. You would assume, could, right? And then I could spend more time... Because when you, once you get to Master Ball, you get a number. Out of 99,999. And then your rank... Is on that like scale? It's not. It's no longer. Wait, can only that many people be in that? I think it's less than that. I think it's um. I think there's right now like fifty thousand in the master ball rank or something like that. It's like a small number. It's not a lot. But then you get leveled up on that rank. Like one of the guys, I think his name is Moxie, that I watch on YouTube. He's twelve thousand seven hundred forty. That's a that's great though. Like if you were like, uh, it seemed that good. It's, it seemed really good. Like there are only twelve thousand people in the entire. That's a game. lot of people do you know playing many, competitive Pokemon do you know that how are many, better. Do you, not really though. Do you know how many like Chinese and Japanese and Koreans I play a day? Like forty. Yeah, like how many? That's I guess the numbers, right? Like how many people are playing? Millions of people play Pokemon, Pokemon Showdown. Well, that's not even Showdown. This is the this is the game itself. So like it's. This online, isn't Showdown. Yeah, this, this is online, Pokemon. Pokemon Scarlet. Pokemon Scarlet Online Competitive. Competitive ladder is what they call it. But yeah, I mean, give it. This is what I want to see. Like by the time I die, I want Game Freak could keep making Pokemon games. Whatever. I don't need to see it. 
removed. Do you that? feel like you're missing out the fact that like you're just getting into the because like, the competitive world of Pokemon's been going on a very long, For time. A long time. I feel like I feel like I could if I put a lot more time into it, I could be a lot better. And if I had been playing more competitively for a longer time, I probably would be better than I am right now. But also, I feel like you know, never late the net, better, never late to never. I've had some so many, I've had so many fun battles where at the end of the battle, I'm just like, you're like spent. I'm, I'm off. Are you like spent? Like, ooh, yesterday it was dude, brutal. I got into this battle where it was like my Hydreigon, which is a three-headed dragon, versus their King Gambit, which is a Steel Dark type Pokemon that knows Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch automatically goes first, and it would have one-hit me. So he Sucker Punched my Pokemon before Hydreigon. So now I'm like, oh, he has Sucker Punch. So if I use an attack, he's going to kill me. But he used it once. So I know in my head, because I'm a Pokemon expert, he can only use Sucker Punch four more times. And Sucker Punch only works if I use an attack. So I called four moves that weren't attacking. He called Sucker Punch every single time. And because I knew that he probably only had five chances, he probably didn't have any more Sucker Punch, I used my move. He couldn't use Sucker Punch again. He went after me. I killed him. I won. But, like, it's so, that kind of knowledge is the key to Here's where I'm, I'm a little bit... I think I'm missing something. When you're playing the competitive in the game, yes. Scarlet, you sure. bought Scarlet, you beat Scarlet, and now... Violet. I'm a Violet. Violet, whatever. And now you're playing the the competitive. <laughs> the Pokemon you're allowed to use are limited to what you have played the game, have caught, and trained. You can bring any Pokemon with you, but yeah, you have, you to, have, have to have got it in the, the game. Yes, that's why I like it more than Showdown because Showdown, Showdown can just be any. Showdown's fun. It's good practice to like know. But what's it could just be like I pick this guy. And I, I can just, give him. You just type in your team, and I can give him this many moves. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you want. Like Jolteon to have access to a different move that you don't that it doesn't have. have you do have that. to do. Well, that. That, that's a good example. You have to find like the guy who's going to teach that, that move. That Breloom, how I had Breloom on my team, I took him off my team because I wasn't getting the most out of him. But Breloom knows the move Spore. But the only way Breloom Breloom doesn't learn Spore naturally. The only way Breloom learns Spore is if his pre-evolved form Shroomish learns Spore at level fifty-three. So you have to find but, a Shroomish. But Shroomish evolves at forty-six. So you have to find a Shroomish, level him up, prevent him from evolving, level him up further till he learns the move you want your Breloom to learn. And then evolve. And he learns it and then evolve. So you have to know those things. There's a lot of things like that. Where if you don't know it, you're not going to get the Pokemon exactly the way you want it. I can just get Breloom and put Spore on. Yeah, you can just put Spore on. Uh, another example, I have one of my favorite Pokemon in this uh, generation is Arborvilla, who knows the move Strength Sap. Like, he only learns Strength Sap if you, like... Breed him with it, and like it, so, you have to think about the team you want to build and how you get all the pieces to it to take it on the road to bring it to the show to get to the Ultra Ball League or the Master Ball League or whatever. It's sweet, it's fun. It is funny that the last Pokemon before the uh, not the last one, I guess, Sword and Shield. That like the whole like dynamic in that game was that Pokemon battling was this giant thing that everyone loved and like went to stadiums to watch and it's like what if that is like we should do that why are we doing that like why aren't like, we I'm watching this stream like this is a like the, this is just guys youtubers streamers and not even people that i like like i'm not fans of really any of these people but just the the content it's so it's so natural it feels like an actual like yeah event. And the, the hype that these people watching who are announcing and it, so I mean, it's just real. from it's the like, names out of that app. Holy just God. from the names I looked at, they were all people that were, you know, into Pokemon and loved playing Pokemon. So yeah, yeah, it's sweet stuff. Um, but like I said, I think that before I die, what I would like to happen, like if Pokemon really, it's so sad. Not sad. It's good. It makes sense. That Pokemon, like, at its core, when you're actually playing the game, it is still a kid's game. Because the competitive scene and the showdown, like, there's so much depth there that it really could be a bigger thing. It would make so much sense for a company like Nintendo or Microsoft or whoever eventually owns the rights to Game Freak to give a company like Bethesda or Rockstar or like a real video game company give them a chance give them a chance to make a 
3D realistic open world Pokemon game where the where the models of the Pokemon look like act like look at what was the Elden Elden Ring like yeah. the monsters and that if the Pokemon you were battling had the actual like next gen textures and graphics of actual monsters it would be so fun now like I've told you about my idea for like this like a, a gritty adult version of space Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon has everything there. Like the ingredients are there for it to be like the franchise of history. But right now. Like, I almost got to give them credit though. They're so, I mean, they don't just go giving away their rights. Yes. And that is how you get a company that lasts good... and doesn't get watered down. Cause like, look at what happened with Marvel. They and went Star Wars, and right? they were just selling off their rights early on to like all these different properties. And then like later on down the road, it's like, well, Actually, you, we want those back. So I mean, Pokemon's just—they've pretty much held on to them. Every time they've done a Pokemon movie, it's been through their own studios. It would just be sweet if, if it could enter into a just a more mature sphere. Even if you kept, you know what's weird about still kept Pokemon. Like you know what that's like, what's weird about that too is that like you would think it would have taken that naturally because I feel like the market has grown with it. Like it's not like it's a kids game. It could still be Pokemon. It's just like. Pokemon PG-13. Like, I don't know. Just, like, give it... Give it a grittier end. But also, you have to look at it from their perspective, right? Like, is that going to make them any extra money? Probably not. How much more money is it going to cost to make... You know how much money they make on, like, the plushies and and the cards. And you can't lose that stuff. But I just wish, like... You could still have Blastoise. And even if you just did... Like, Like just an original one. Yes. Like, take, take Red. Like, Pokemon Red. And make it remaster it as remaster an open world three D adult console. game. Yes, put it on on an, on an Xbox, Xbox X. Yeah, and say, that's what I would do. I wouldn't even try to make a new game. I would just remaster an old one and be like, "Here it is." This, here it is. Whatever Pokemon, but um, I don't know what happened. It stopped and then it started again. I don't know how much got cut out. Cool. Probably, but not a lot. Probably like a couple seconds. That's okay. This is the, the practice. This is the pre-record. <sighs> Man. So, in my opinion, the next 15 years would be the biggest sport in America. Probably the world. I still think Pickleball is going to give it a run for its money, but... <laughs> It'll be... Pickleball and Pokemon. Disc Golf and Pickleball. I'm down for that. I don't need all the other shit. Imagine if VR comes far enough where, like, holograms and stuff, and, like, you can combine Pokemon Go with, like, alternate reality Pokemon. Like, Pokemon is actually, like... A VR. I think that's where Pokemon Go, because like, like Pokemon I, Go is such a fascinating thing that like took over for a long time. Uh, still around. It's still around, and people still play it. But I mean, at the height, I don't think there was anything as crazy as Pokemon Go, was there? Well, picture if you combine Pokemon Go with Scarlet with three with like VR glasses, and like every day you're walking around and you're seeing. The Pokemon, dude. That summer, and you carry six Pokeballs with you, and you challenge it like in real dude, life. Dude, that summer, <laughs> it was fun. Of man. Pokemon Go was like just driving around late at night, just trying to find Pokemon. Like, does there, dude? How much money does Pokemon make? Would the world economy stop if they released a VR Pokemon game it like might. that? And like, it might. We all just started becoming real Pokemon trainers. Because, like, remember, it'd be, like, 2 in the morning, you'd be at the boardwalk, and there's just groups of people running the same things you are, and it's like, doesn't anyone not play this game? And it's like, no, we all play it. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Alright, that's it. Good stuff. <laughs>